Oh my god, his ass now. <laughs> Do I have to be fast on the track? I hate that guy. This race can change the rest of your life. Those absolute clowns at 15bmx.com. Go on to my best, and whatever happens, then it's good. My butt got stretched a little bit. I got a tight little butt. Look, I'm about to light this shit up. Coffee chatter live. Where are you guys at? Oh, Canada! Coming out of the answer tent right now. Pop dog, millionaire! Let's make some noise. Sorry, Nighthog. Whoa! Show 233, broadcasting live from frigid, cold Southern California. We got Rico Beerman coming on, New Zealand World Cup preview. It's going to be good to chat to Rico for a few minutes ahead of a home World Cup. I just want to scream World Cup week, baby. It's World Cup week. Let's F go. Fuck yeah, it's a World Cup week. It feels like we just had Argentina. It doesn't feel like it was that long ago. No, it doesn't. And like, that's a great thing, but it just feels like there's been hype for this one. New Zealand, Olympic Australia. year, let's fucking hear it. Olympic year, let's hear it, baby. Here, World baby. Cup season. <laughs> Oh, it's fantastic. I love it. It's like, I mean, dude, uh, World Cups, down under. I mean, new tracks, fantastic looking tracks. We got Rico coming on, new guest, young stud, ladies one at a time. Okay, I think he's a taken man. It's just like all around, there's great vibes going on right now. We kind of got screwed. Like all the sport kind of got screwed and being in 2021 with COVID and whatnot. But BMX, like the World Cups, like not everyone went to them. It wasn't the same like juice that mm -hmm. i feel like olympic years typically have you know i feel like we're back we're back we're back to the normal normal deal this is it baby this is what us fans now this is what we wait for this is what the winter brings you know you, you just it's a short winter for us thankfully with these world cups but you know you grind through the winter and then you just get treated with a just fantastic world cup event about to happen pro gate europe winning starts to the great gate rico beerman's won many u23 world cups on a pro gate europe with just being a great starter that he is Absolutely phenomenal. Um, take notes, people. Young kid, great starter, done it on a pro gate Europe. I think he's about to be doing it in the uh, the elite class this these coming weekends ahead of you. So uh, he's a great starter. Get yours today. It's not that difficult. Go to pro gate Europe. Go send him an email. Go do your thing. Exchange some currency. You know what to do. It's been a hot minute since there's been a big international race in New Zealand. It's been 11 years since there's been a big years, international dude. one. Oh God. 2013, the world's were in New Zealand. How old was Rico 11 years ago? Oh, it's got to be young. <laughs> it's got it's to be We're talking 10. We're talking like maybe 10 around that. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking he's the same age as Ryan. Ryan's a young buck. Ryan's a two. Was Ryan? Oh, Ryan, 22. Is he, a, is he a 2000 or 2001, baby? I think it's a 2000. So maybe at 10 or 11. Same for Rico. Mm. No, Ryan's got to be 2001. So that means Rico's probably, they were 10. Back in 20, when? No, 2013. Yeah, 10. It's got to be around 10. Yeah, okay. All right. Maybe 12, because it was 2013, right? 2013. So maybe 12. 11, 12. Yeah, it's young. It's very young. <laughs> Either way, super young, super. I mean, he's got to be <laughs> stoked, dude. Like, we talk about us never having races, you know, in our hometown, like being having a home race. Um, I mean, New Zealand guys, like, when do they ever have a huge home race, right? This is a big, this is a massive Just one. Talk about like if you're based in New Zealand or Australia, you just not only do you never really get home races. I guess Oz has that a couple, but not not only do you never get home races, really, you got to travel so far to everything. It's crazy. They have 
just by far the hardest schedule. I mean, most riders are stateside, well, a handful of them are, like especially Aussies. But yeah, in general, if you're down there, you're traveling. Yeah. I had a big travel. Like no matter where you go, it's a big trip. <laughs> it's a big one. It's a big one. That's not an easy place to get to and from. Yeah. It's like they they gotta like we like when we plan to go to Europe, we plan for like a week or two long trips. And that's like, okay, maybe we do that a few times a year. But like US trips, okay, just we can do quick little weekend mm. spurts away. If they're doing an international race, like they're not doing a little weekend spurt over to the US or over to Europe for a race. It's not doesn't it's not like that. I feel like after you've done it for a while too, like even North America to Europe. And I mean, we were coming from the West Coast. So it's pretty much the, yeah, it's obviously the farthest you can go to Europe. It didn't feel that long. Like you could just go to Europe for a few days and it didn't feel like that big of a deal. Yeah. Kind of crazy how that works, eh? <laughs> the, the, when I went and did the commentary, the world's in Zolder in 2019, I think I was there like two nights. No joke. I think I, I flew in uh, maybe three, three nights, but I flew in. I got in Friday evening. And I left Monday morning. That's that's still just a quick turnaround, hey? <laughs> just the quickest Europe. Europe Flew to Europe for like two days, basically. See, and I, I don't think it would be that big of a deal to be like, oh, yeah, just a quick three-day trip to Europe if you were like flying private or first class. But when you're sitting mm. 36F, mm. just squished into an economy seat. It's tough. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> it's, that travel, is that hurts. Yeah. Um, is Rico in the chat? Let's get him on. Yeah, he was, uh, he just sent us a message. He's, uh, he had to re-download the app. I mean, people don't use zoom anymore. It's just us really. So, uh, he's, in, he's, in, he's, he's coming. Oh, here he is right now. There we go. We got a huge number for his I name. had never even, even dude, I had never, I had never even heard of zoom and stuff before COVID never even heard of like, zoom, <laughs> Google meets, never even heard of it. And now it exploded. It's everything. Uh, we just lost him. Oh, it's just, you know. People just gotta wait. You just gotta wait out there. I don't know. What he to he just finished riding. He just finished riding too, actually. So we can ask him what he thinks about the track. Uh, I can't wait to make some predictions, get some thoughts on what's gonna happen this weekend. I mean, great track, three jump first straight. Absolutely love to see it. Everyone yeah, we'll get in into it. We'll get into it. But the track's pretty tech, actually. Seems great for racing. Hey, really good. Yeah, like it's not tech in the sense that it's like you know, really hard for the guys to get around. I don't think there are tracks like that anymore, but technical in the sense that you can, you can over jump stuff. You can make mistakes. Like you could easily not have a perfect lap and get past. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. They don't have, like I said, they don't have tracks anymore where it's just hard to get around. Everyone's too good. And they don't build tracks overly difficult. I remember, I, I can't remember what it was. This could have been a few years ago now, but I remember talking, I think with Drew and I was like, it is crazy that like, for girls, there are still jumps on the track that like scare them. Like if they want to jump that triple on the first turn, like that's a huck. Like that's scary for them, especially the first time if they're not doing a big one, you know, normally. I was like, for us, like there's not a jump on the track that really gets the butterflies going unless you're gonna like pull it like do a triple that's not meant to be like not meant to be a race line. Yeah, there's very few times we're doing something like that is actually faster. Yeah. I mean, the most guys would just be worried about over jumping something and losing speed, really, or try yeah. or trying to jump too low and casing something, but there's never, you're never worried about just making the jump no. is it's not a thing. No. It's the opposite. You're right. It is the opposite nowadays. It's like, let's, let me make sure I actually like don't over jump this too much. How low, how hard can I push through this thing before I case it? It's <laughs> yes. pretty much the goal of every jump. <laughs> how low can I possibly go on? This how thing? low can I go while, <laughs> while still maintaining like somewhat of a limit before I case and hit my ass on my tire? Or your butts, guys, blow over your bars, blow out some insides in your body in the time trial and just miss the race day because you're pissing blood in the afternoon, right? That does happen. Yeah, it does. That does happen. <laughs> 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 uh, 
<laughs> been there, done that. Yeah. The track <laughs> looks very fast, like very smooth. Yeah, it does. Um, eh? Boy, the speed's high. Like coming out of the second turn, holy shit, the guys are moving on the third straight. Pretty wide open first turn. Like very long, uh-huh. dragged out. So, yeah. Yeah, there's going to be some, I think there's going to be quite a bit of, quite a few moves in the first corner too because you don't need you don't need a whole lot of speed for the second straight and you have quite a bit of room to pedal also if you make a mistake or you make a move or whatever yeah. hopefully right, we see some good passes then i want some i want some carlos ramirez i want some just little magician making moves everywhere <laughs> people people have just been there for weeks now too so people have the track wired everybody yeah, yeah. No home. The, the track is not the home track advantage. The area, the living, the lifestyle. That's I'd say there's that's a lot. There's an advantage both sides, but there's definitely more of the advantage of the lifestyle, living where you're at, kind of thing. Yeah. I'm curious to ask Rico what the area is like where the track is. If if people know about it, if there's gonna be I don't know people coming out to watch. Uh, we could. I'd love to ask him if this guy could figure out his damn internet. Get on the Zoom call. Hey, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Got to get on the program. Got in the program. Come on now, Rico. Let's go. You're killing us right now. You know, killing me right now. We're just making small talk. Just trying to, trying to delay everything a little bit right now. Let's keep. Let's get into the track a bit more too. What did you? Have you watched much of? Um, watched much of practice or seen many people's posts about it? Yeah, I think I've pretty much seen everything now. Which um, I haven't seen like a like a, a race lap done. I've seen full laps done. But I haven't seen a race lap. So I'm really I'm really curious to see a few things because. The first straight looks phenomenal. Like I said, I will say it. Love the three jump first straight. I don't think it cuts in too much, but the first turn looks really long and dragged out. So mm-hmm. I'm curious to see if that's going to be the, like, um, if it's going to like create some passes or it's going to do the complete opposite where everyone's able to just hug the inside for so long. Like even if you're lane one that you're just going to see no passes. I'm really curious about that. Lane one will be an advantage for sure, but you, I think you can hold shot from the outside here, especially because it's a fairly, fairly long first straight. Yeah. Decent last straight too. Like fuck, the guys are moving out of the last turn. Like, and the last straight is is not overly technical. You can kind of just hammer through it. Mm-hmm. So there's kind of not a <laughs> not a whole lot that gets in the guy's way in terms yeah. of top end speed. And notice that the uh, the berm jump it def- it's not like small. What am I going to say? It's not massive. It's not small. It's a good sized berm jump, but it definitely looks like it has a really mellow backside. Which I think if you start getting caught up down the second straight and you do have to go a little bit higher on that. You're going to land it pretty rough in the sense of like, you're going to be losing a lot of speed on that thing. I think because if you start, losing, yeah, no, sorry, go ahead. If you lose a lot of speed on that landing, that, that second turn is going to feel like it's a mile long. Kind of reminds me of Papandale's second turn, like just by watching. Yeah. A little bit. Is it the o- opposite way, obviously. Yeah. But. Yeah. yeah the, even the landing of the, the, the berm drip kind of gives that look to it, doesn't it? You know, it's funny. It's like, no matter how easy a berm jump is everyone just leaves a little margin on the jump. Always. You just don't push through. You just <laughs> no one pushes through as hard as like no. You don't push a limit on a berm jump like you would push it on a double. No, <laughs> which so you know true. it doesn't actually doesn't. I guess it's more aggressive on a berm jump, but it doesn't really make a difference. Like he, I mean, doesn't really make a difference. There's that extra bit of like if you case it, that something a little bit more could go wrong because like instead of having a completely mm-hmm. rounded over. Uh, landing you get one little sharp edge that it's like if you catch mm. that there goes like the back tire or there goes over the bars it's just that little bit extra that's all it is yeah but it's true because i mean yeah. if you think about like the times you've gone low on like a double just on a second straight into a, on a pro set or whatever very common 
Think about the amount of times you've really gone low on the berm in Rock Hill. But you could probably count a handful of times where you're like, I really went low then. That's like, how many times have you ridden that track? When you really think about it, berm jumps are pretty fucking wild. The fact that we jump over berms, <laughs> it's like really think about that for a second, what we're doing as, a, as like elite men class. Yeah. Like that's pretty wild when you think, when you try to explain to someone like, yeah, you know, like the amateurs and the women, when they race here, they like turn here and like the guys just jump over the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's like, like it's not a it's not a single track turn that the girls are taking. That's a full size turn for them too. And then people will be like, well, "What happens if like you just don't?" Well, if, I mean, you're pretty fucked if you don't jump. <laughs> it, to be honest. Yeah, what happens if you so, case I'm be honest, before? What do you do? Yeah, you just you're fucked. Gonna be honest, Doug. There's not really an option. You pretty much have to jump it. <laughs> you jump it, or you just that, might as well pack your shit up and go home. You know what's scary too is like. If, if something happens in racing and you, for whatever reason, have to roll it and you haven't rolled it in practice and you don't know if the land, if the, like the backside of the lip is a drop off or you can roll it, it's kind of scary. Oh yeah. If you're coming in a like, little bit hot and you haven't actually like figured out if you can roll it. Cause I mean, we don't normally roll it ever. No. It's like, do you do like the classic, like classic pump where you just full on roll it? Or do you kind of just like jump into the middle and like keep the front end up for safety? You yeah. know? Yeah, it's kind of guys dicey as fuck. It is. If you haven't you're never gonna take like a pre-roll, but you kinda gotta scope it just in case. And then if you know you you got something, you hit it like a little like a like a spine in a skate park, just kind of you know, ramp it to the side a little bit. <laughs> you know what, Joris, like like in, in Rio, he hurt himself doing that. He had to roll it because the wind went round and oh. flipped the bars into it and broke his wrist. Well, yeah. didn't, didn't he like get it, smoked? He got smoked like going off the lip when he was trying oh, to roll. Oh yeah, that is something yeah. And yeah, then he, yeah. yeah. But, on his wrist and broke his wrist, so it's yeah. That's crazy, hey. Mm. Um, Nick uh, Nick Armitage, Armitage yep. says he's traveling three hours to go watch the World Cups for the weekend. So that's love to hear that. Absolutely. Oh hell yeah, that. yeah. So apparently, good other people he- are doing even longer. So good on you. Good to hear. Good to hear a Kiwi going yeah. to it. You know, it's like you put races in these um, areas where they don't often get to see the pros and don't often like Australia, New Zealand, uh, South America, whatever. You might get more people. Like I think part of the reason why we don't get good turnouts here in the U.S. is because the first of all the amateur series is so big, but also because there's so many races, they see the pros all the time. I don't think I don't think it's as I don't know interesting probably to go watch. Yeah, they're not starstruck. Maybe it's not like excitement to see the the big time players racing. Yeah, it's like we'll have a World Cup in Rock Hill. It's like, well, we have a USA BMX race every year where we watch the pros do it. So yeah. why would we why would we travel five hours to go yeah. or three hours to go? They just wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. it's true. And then I, I hate to say it, but people in the US often think that their series is the biggest series ever, too. So it's like they're like, I already watched the pros in the biggest series. Well, no, you, you haven't seen like the whole other world of pros out there that that do World Cups. Yeah, the USA BMX series is so big that I think people don't don't think like don't think or just don't care to watch the world cups which i kind of understand like if you see if you see the pros race supercross at the usa bmx races and how big those are it's like why why would they be interested to go watch a world cup when it's in their mind with a lot of people's mind it's probably similar yeah the same tough because i don't think it is at all i think if you really no, start like, watching yeah you, people know like yeah people know that obviously the world cup is bigger and and better in terms of elite racing and the and like the quality and quantity and um uh what's the word like the like the height of achievement to winning one 
or yeah. what's on the line is way more like with the series and with um Olympic points and all that yeah so it'll be interesting to see in Tulsa too like uh, with um Hardesty having a World Cup weekend this year and being at the finals before the Olympics it'll be interesting to see how many BMXers come out and watch but to see if they can get some like general population people out because I think of all the places in the U.S. that's probably the most likely to get some regular people out to watch uh, fun fact of the day here from Alicia English. All the World Cups this year are right-hand first turns as well as the Olympics. Fun fact. This is one of the weirdest things that most tracks are just left-hand first corners. There's no rhyme or reason, but when you think about it, it most are. It's kind of weird that it is like that, but I agree it is. But so the fact that, well, then the fact that we have like a, a year here with only right, right-handers is nuts. Another fun fact, it's the first Olympic Games to have a right-handed first corner. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Look at that. <laughs> like, like, not that it makes a single damn difference, but yeah, that's a fact. I think more people... Okay, so it's like, in golf, more people play right than left. In hockey, more people play... Would you say play left than right? Or is hockey pretty... I'd say it's, it's pretty even. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to make a point here that doesn't help my argument right now. Well, most people, most people would be right foot forward, so they'd probably prefer to turn to the right. Whoa, Casey... You think I thought more people were left for Ford? Mm. Tricky one. I man. would say more people are right foot forward. Okay, we're putting a poll out. Rico's coming in. I mean, it. for hey, for sure the gate. I mean, the gate is like ninety percent people start with their right. I think yeah. I would say like 70 percent more people ride with their right. Okay, we're gonna have to do a poll this week. I think. On uh, we're gonna do mm -hmm. a poll in there. Oh, there he is. Holy, about time that was a mission. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's up, dude? What's going on? How was the session? It's good. Bloody hot. How hot is it right now? I think like maybe 30 degrees Celsius. Oh. So I don't know. I don't know what that is in a Fahrenheit, but yeah, hot. Yeah, it's like 90. Don't worry. We're all Celsius around here. Tori might be in the US, but we're all Celsius. I speak both languages. We're good. Yeah, good on you. Someone's got it. <laughs> what, uh, we're, we were talking a bit about the track before you came on. What do you, what do you think about the track? I love it. I mean, it's, um, it's big, like, a 38 second lap um mm. in the wind if it's windy which it's normally windy but it's um wide open first straight heaps of peddling corners are a bit a, a bit extreme like a velodrome but then second straight super techy with not super techy i mean it goes like small first one small second one then a huge boom um but it's slightly uphill so it it's a mission to get through and then third straight's a proper third straight which is cool and then last straight's got a couple couple lines through it so it's a solid track and it's um i think it's going to be good racing you uh you've been there a ton hey how, how close do you actually live to there or do you just spend like are you just spending a lot of time there and prep for the world cup i live like three hours away so up in auckland where like the main airport is okay so not too close but leading into summer i had a couple i mean into christmas i had a couple sessions and then went away for new year's and then came back and had a couple sessions and then moved into the place with um Romain and Simon for a couple of weeks and got some good good session sessions in with Kurt. What's um what's the area like? Are there other tracks in the area? Is there a decent amount of BMXers or what yeah, what's it like? It's um I guess if you go an hour yeah, an hour each way, there's kind of a track you can get to. Um so there's a couple good tracks, yeah, like a couple good tracks around and you drive up north where I'm from, there's probably four within 45 minutes of each other and mm. but our numbers of riders in new zealand super small so it's not a, a huge sport unless you play rugby in new zealand then 
you're you're not playing a mainstream sport. Yeah, I got to ask, how's the support from like New Zealand cycling now? Because it felt like there was a huge change. I don't know how many years ago now it was, but if it was like you guys had tons of support for a while and then it dropped off the map and like even the past couple of years, it's like we've seen you and Michael Bias like kind of pitting with other teams or like you guys have been with New Zealand, but you've gotten help from like um, the smaller team, like just because you guys don't have a massive crew behind you or with you, I should say. Yeah, it's definitely not like it used to be when like Kurt and Mark and all that were doing well and Sarah, of course, but um I mean, we get some support. They've got some program that they give us a little travel budget, but we still got to pay for race entries and race jerseys and all the little things. So, I mean, it's better than what it was a couple of years back, but definitely not as good as other countries that are getting support. Um, but I guess we haven't had riders getting results like other countries for a couple of years. So, um, got to build it back up and hopefully get some budget off the track cyclist and a, in the, in the next coming year. Boy, did they have a budget when Willie and Sarah were racing. Holy smokes. Dude. Yeah. Legit. Yeah, like, yeah, they had a huge budget. Eh? I remember like they were flying. Um, like my dad used to do a couple of things back in the day and he was getting flown around to all the World Cups and just helping out. And now it's just, yeah, here's a three grand. I hope you get through the whole year. Crazy. You go win the World Cup series, like U23 World Cup overall champion. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, have fun. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But I mean, it's better than nothing, so I can't hate too much. Yeah. How much um, How much time do you split between New Zealand and the U.S. in terms of living? Because I know you race, obviously, a lot in the U.S. now. It depends. Like last year, um, I guess I was in America for the first five months of the year um, and then went off for... I mean, not the first five months, like first couple months and I went and did the World Cup stuff and then went home before Worlds and then back to America after Worlds. But this year will be, I guess, a little less considering it's um, Olympic year. And yeah, it's, it's nice to spend some time at home now, like uh, everyone in, in New Zealand. And it's cool, but I'll try to get over and do a couple of rounds throughout the year, but definitely not as much. Yeah, I want to ask you, like, last year, I was more than, I mean, I would have been in America more than I was home. Yeah. We were, we were joking, like, your guys' just travel no matter where you go for anything. It's hard to, you, you don't just do a weekend trip. It's like, okay, let me just plan half a year here. Yeah. Like, some of the boys that have come over already are like, man, like, I'm so tired from all this traveling. I'm like, don't even tell me. Like, I don't care. Like, I do it every <laughs> <Yeah>. other, <laughs> every other you guys, month. You guys, like, New Zealand and Oz, you guys by far have the hardest travel schedule. Not even close. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. Like, you don't realize until you actually have to do it and then get on the track the next day and you're like, yeah, half asleep. Yeah. What uh? What do you think about racing in the U.S.? Enjoy it? Uh, I mean, I prefer to race um a World Cup over the U.S. stuff, just because to me, I feel like it has a lot more meaning. Um, but I think once I am actually in the title chase and in the mix and like making finals every every race and whatnot, you know, um, I'll enjoy it more. But Right now, I super and like I feel like when I race in America, I drop down a level than what I do at a World Cup. Um, so once I get in the mix with the with the bigger boys and whatnot, I'll I'll enjoy it more. So I think I, I've read or I saw it confirm you're going to race elite now moving forward with the World Cups. Yeah, yeah. What's yeah, uh, go, go, some, go some balls? Fucking right. <laughs> It'll be cool to see in there. Like, what are your what are your thoughts jumping up in the class? Like, I know you've obviously had a lot of success in the U twenty three, but we've also seen you had success like 
with the elites, like you said, on the U.S. circuit too at times. So it's like, you feel like it's going to be uh, like a big transition into it? Yeah, I think I just got to do what I do and not overthink it and approach it like another race and just, yeah, I mean, I'm not going out expecting to win and smoke Romaine or anything, you know, but um, <laughs> I think if I just do me and enjoy it, I can, I can, uh, yeah, get some good results. Not what, what, Oh, yeah, I was going to say, what do you think of the U23 class? Like, obviously, you spent time in it, had a lot of success, won races. It's kind of a new thing in our sport the last few years. Do you you feel like it's helped helped prepare you more? Do you feel like you – are you happy you took advantage of it? I mean, like, the first year it came out, like, was COVID year, and I didn't – like, no one was racing. And then the next year, 2022, I think it was, like, it was stacked. It had, like, Leo, um, Ryan, me. Like, it was a big class, and then – Last year was definitely a lot weaker. Um, and then, like, looking at the entries for this World Cup 523s, it's, like, a couple Kiwis and a couple Aussies and maybe an American or, like, it's super dead this year, uh, which I think it will slowly start to die off. But, I mean, it was good. I can't pl- can't complain. Made some good money and won a few races. So, it was all right. But, yeah, not a... I mainly did it last year to get some points for the Olympic um, points, I guess, because uh, it was an, not an easier way, but a more consistent way to score points than it would have if I were racing elite. So that's the ma- the main reason I did it. But yeah, I mean, I'm ready to step up and mm-hmm. race where I actually want to be. It's kind of tricky, I feel like, with the Olympic points and how that works, so you, where it's like, you're right, you probably could get a, a lot more consistently get points across the board in U23. Um, like do you, do you keep track of those points just so you kind of know where you're at with things? Yeah, I think like last, from last year's racing, I got, I think it was like close to 2000 points racing, uh, under 23. So Shit, wow. it was, it was pretty handy, I guess, for the Olympic points for New Zealand. Yeah. yeah like it's less obviously, but you, if you win, you still, it's still like a decent chunk. I think a win is like the same as like a seventh and an elite semi or something. Yeah, I was going to say it's similar to a semi, yeah. Which is, I mean, if you're making semis consistently in elite, that's a good chunk of points. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What, um, so this off season, obviously a bit shorter because mm-hmm. we, yeah, first World Cup's beginning of February. Is there anything in particular you, you worked on improving in the off season from last year? Well, I think like to be like honest, I'm so weak in the gym. So just like... <laughs> Just getting in the gym and actually trying to lift some proper weights. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty comfortable on the track and I feel like my gates are, are pretty good. Um, can always improve, obviously. And with mm-hmm. Kurt, he's always got something to say. But yeah, just in the gym and just trying to get under some real weight. Honestly, you're young too, though. Like it, it, most guys get their man strength like mid to late 20s. And a lot of the, seriously, though, and a lot of the guys, yeah. At the top of the yeah. class or late twenties now. I guess. Except for like Ryan, he got his man strength when he was like fifteen. He's like, unbelievable, dude. He is so fucking strong. Right he now. puts one of his legs next to mine, and it's like both mine combined. Dude, Force. It's, it's an absolute joke. I went away for six months at one time, came back, and the kids just casually throwing up one forty in a power clean, just like for a few reps. Like, oh, is that good? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Yeah, he's ridiculous. Yeah, he's a freak, that guy. Crazy. Um. Chatting a bit about your sponsor. How's that? How's someone like Betcher helped you out? Oh, I mean, he's, I think this is year nine with Betcher. Wow. Uh, nine years. I didn't realize it was that. So, yeah, neither. He commented on my last post saying like year nine. And I was like, holy wow. shit. But, <laughs> cool. 
it's just like he's super good because he's like doesn't give a shit about like if you're constantly winning or if you're constantly like at the back. Like, I mean, obviously he's not going to go and sign someone that's you know mm-hmm. a moto a moto guy every race. But um, yeah, every race I've done shit at, he's just like sweet as like here's a beer. <laughs> like even if I win, <laughs> if I win, he's like here's a beer. Like he's the same guy like win or lose, and he's always been like that. And yeah. It's more like a like a friend than it is a a team manager. So it's a cool um, relationship that we got going. I I think that's really cool, and I've seen that as a trend, like with someone like him or Dale Holmes or guys that have raced elite and know the ups and downs of BMX and how hard it can be, and know that it's impossible to be at the top every week. They get it if it's not a if it's not a good day. Whereas I feel like if it's more kind of a corporate deal, they kind of just look at a spreadsheet. They don't really understand the sport as much, you know. Yeah, they just want you to win, and that's all they care about. Yeah, what do you mean you're not winning every week? It's like, (laughs) (laughs) dude, have you seen the sport? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Try bet on it, and then we can talk. You mentioned training with uh, with Romain and Simon and them. What's the uh, what's the best part? What's the worst part about training with those two? The best part, I guess, just like having the intensity, like everything you everything you do, like in the gym, like they're pushing me on the track, they're pushing me, like even at sprints, like have the timers out or whatever. And it's like, mate, like that was, that was slow. Like pick it up, you know, kind of thing. Just pushing me, pushing me all the time. And, um, yeah, just having a good environment. Like me and Isaac are pretty solid when we train together and whatnot, but training at home by myself when I am home, it sucks and there's no one to push me. So Mm -hmm. it's awesome having, um, the crew to push me through training and make me work harder and whatnot. But I think the worst part about it, I'm pretty like, if I'm not training, I'm like either out fishing or I don't know, doing something, keep myself busy, but they're training and then they're like sitting on the couch drinking coffee. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's because I'm a couple years younger or what, or they're just like super serious about training, but I think that's the difference. And yeah, I'll, I'll sit there and I'll be like, fuck, I need to go do something. But <laughs> it's probably, it's probably the worst part. Just do sprints, put the legs on the wall for two hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. I was, I was like to them, I was like, do you want me to bring the boat down? Like, we'll go fishing. And they're like, nope. Like, Are, you insane? Are you insane? We did sprints this morning. Yeah. You caught a hefty yeah. size fish the other day, didn't you? On the weekend or something? Yeah. It was yesterday. Dude, that was, that was, I was like, size. I was like, hmm, like race week, should I go out? Probably not, but I'm going out. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Took the boat out straight into the big fish. It was good. Like I need to I need to get into fishing. I need a hobby like that. Oh, it's like honestly, like it's so good. Even if you don't catch a fish, you're just out there with like the boys and yeah. normally a couple of cold beers and whatnot, but not this week. But um yeah, it's just a good time. Last yeah, last time I went fishing, me and Connor went a long time ago, and it was just we enjoy, we didn't catch shit because we had no idea what we were doing. But it was just fun. <laughs> it was just fun because we were just hanging out on the dock, like not doing anything and whatever. Tori, you don't like the sun, like you like the sun, but you hate the sun being on your skin. <laughs> dude, and you, you fucking are you kidding don't me? Drink beers, dude, dude. Are you kidding me? I love the sun. What you you lather up in so much sunscreen, it's insane, dude. There's well, no dude, way I live in San. There. I live in San Diego. Are you kidding me? You don't wear sunscreen. You're not gonna have skin. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, you uh, die of skin. Hell yeah, you die. Oh, that's um, Rico, before we get to some uh, questions from the grandstands, we got to ask you about Rock Hill last year running, running to the finish line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I had a feeling this was coming up. I was What's making the show that? notes. I was like, we got to ask him about that. 
How, uh, how big were the blisters from running from the first turn to the finish line in your clip shoes? Nah, no blisters. I was running too fast for blisters. God, God that, that was, was awesome. That was the like fucking awesome. That was so good. You know, you gave you gave us all some great great content. So good. <laughs> yeah, it was like a super like in the heat of the moment, like of course in a yeah. B main, just getting blasted, and I'm like. What the fuck was that? And I was like, to what's his name, Justin, the photographer. I was like, because he was right there, and he was like, I was like, who was that? And he's like, I'm not saying. And I was like, I was like, who was it? And he's like, all he said was like daylight. And I'm like, all right, fuck it, just start running. And then like Derek's at the <laughs> Derek's at the finish line, and he's like, didn't see the race, and he's like, where are you going? And I was like, oh my helmet, like just get running fast. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say the, the goal of the B main is just to get through without having that happen. Honestly, and it was like Rock Hill, probably windy as, and it was cold and like oh, the last, the, oh, the last thing you don't want to have happen is get absolutely parked in a B main. <laughs> it wasn't even that. Like I got blasted over the corner. It was, yeah, it was a that was a f- proper blast. Yeah. yeah. Oh well. Was it true they were they gonna keep your bike or something? They were trying to keep your bike for a while. Is that nah. A- yeah, okay. Luna, Luna just said to me when I crossed the finish line, he was like, Rico, don't do anything dumb. <laughs> and then <laughs> nothing else happened. Uh, oh, I, and then I think like Shannon said to me the next day, like, oh, you were going to get disqualified. And I was like, disqualified for what? I just ran across the finish line. Because as soon as I came across the finish line, just like straight to the 10. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't even do anything. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, I love that. Give me more. Yeah, it was good entertainment. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get into some uh, questions from the grandstands. James, do you have them on your phone too? Or do I just got them? Uh, I feel like we got some weird questions coming up. I hope so. We'll start off with an easy one. Eli Shaw, which Oz and NZ riders did you look up to as an amateur? Um, obviously, Coach, Kurt, um, Mark, and uh, Sam. Will be. Yeah, can't go wrong with those three. Yeah, Tara, I can't open my email right now, so it's all you. Okay. From Scott Brohagen, what's your current coffee shop go to drink? Oh, like my current my current order? Just the so. Fav- yeah. Just the standard guy. yeah, standard small flat white double shot. If That's I'm feeling flat. a little spicy, add a, add some oat milk or something. Oh fuck yeah. Now we're talking. <laughs> is um is it flat white a New Zealand thing? I think it. Oh, I don't want to be wrong, but I think it's an Aussie thing. Mm. Okay. First time I had heard, a, heard about it was when I went to Auckland for the world. New Zealand has that really good coffee. Like everyone that I spoke to, All like the BMXs, have been like, no matter where we go, we have good coffee. And I'm like, yeah, it's solid. But I'm not like a big coffee freak. So, yeah. Uh, Brian Landers, geometry nerd or who cares? What did he say? Geometry nerd or who cares? Like, are you into like, I guess tinkering with parts and bars and gears and nah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. I was just talking to Sam before saying like, well, I think Isaac asked me a question. I was like, man, you could change so much on my bike and give me the bike. And I couldn't even tell. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> um, Brian Landers, will you make a run at a USA BMX pro title? I mean, yeah. From next year onwards mm-hmm. out of Olympic cycle, we'll be over there. So yeah. yeah, we'll be racing. Love that. Uh, Priz 419, your hot dog, hot dog toppings. 
It's a good My question. What? Hot, your hot dog toppings. I don't even know what that means. What do you put what on your a favorite? hot dog? Yeah, what do you put on a hot dog? <laughs> uh, on a sausage? <laughs> yeah. Just just some onion and some tomato sauce, maybe some mustard. That uh, sounds good. You ever heard of somebody saying run it through the garden? No. Nah. No, okay, good. Move on. Okay. <laughs> From Mitch, uh, three at one. Favorite track in Melbourne, Australia? Oh, I haven't been there in years. I'd say um, Knox. Okay. No, I've heard of that. Uh, Ryan Warren, BMX. What's your favorite track, just in general? Favorite track in general? Oof. I think on a good day, Rotorua. It's a uh, yeah, good track. Cool. Scott Wire, are you a gear? Are you a gear masher or a spinner? Uh, I think I'm more of a spinner. Like I said before, I'm weak as shit in the gym. So, <laughs> what's the setup you're on? What do you got on? What's the secret Dude, combo? to be honest with you, like I would have to check my bike. <laughs> <laughs> but I assume I think it's like a 49. Yeah. Or 918. If that makes sense. You think yeah, he's going to rate gear? Yeah. yeah. Great gear. <laughs> I hope it's an 18 on the back tee. <laughs> Watch it be a 17. <laughs> he says the spinner just on a, just on a 49. Nah, 17. I, know I know it's in the 54s. Yeah, so it's okay. a, yeah. so it'd be a 49 18. Then. Yeah. 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 Uh, Chipotle or In N Out? Oh, I love In N Out. Yeah. In N Out. Um, you have a favorite Netflix show right now? I'm watching Suits. And, oh, it's uh, timeless. timeless. I'm stuck in it. It's so good. Yeah. That's a good one. How yeah, no. are you like early on in the series? Like is Meghan Markle there? Yeah, I think I'm season four. Did you just ruin it for me and tell me she leaves? I, no, she doesn't leave. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I <laughs> fucked him. <laughs> I mean, she had to That's go bring, she, she she had to go be the queen uh, the princess of England or whatever she is. Oh, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Tori and I used to play the game, cut one off, take one out, or, and then you you have to lose to one. Oh, we haven't. Were those the we three? Asked that one in a while. Yeah, okay, no, got, it's like uh, cut. It's like beat, cut off, or or take out, or something all right. like that. So Rico, you got to beat oh, yeah. one, you got to take right. one out, and then you got to cut one off just out cut of the one gate. off out of the gate, and you got Romaine, Simon, Isaac. That's a good one. Oh, all right. Beat, cut off, take out. All right. I'm going to take out Simon. <laughs> Fuck. And then I'm going to cut off Romaine and uh, beat Isaac. I felt like that was the answer. I don't yeah. know what, what it was about it. I just felt like that was the outcome there, yeah. God, I feel good to cut off the world champ, huh? Like, yeah. God, that feel good. And then, like, I only said Simon take out because a couple of the last sessions it's been windy as shit and he's been riding the ball, so that just crossed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> so no, no to, hate. Just to you, need Simon. to eliminate. Just need to eliminate him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, no, no hate to you, Simon. The wind took you out. Uh, Rico, man, thanks for coming on, dude. Best of luck this week and enjoy the enjoy the home race. Thank you very much. Appreciate you having me on. Yeah, thanks, yeah, Rico. Thanks, I'll start to watch you in uh, the elite class now. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, I try. Try rip into it. Yeah. Hell yeah, buddy. Well, good luck this week, man. Sweet ass. Thank you. See you, All boys. Right, Here we go. Whoa. Whoa. I got you. There we go. Just punt him? No, he did himself. I was ready, though. I was about to. 
Uh, I was afraid to punt him. Yeah. yeah. Um, let me get the applause up before we get going, too. Rico Behrman, everybody. Oh, we didn't ask if it was Beerman or Behrman. It's Beerman. Oh, yeah. I think it's Beerman. I'm going to go with Beerman. Yeah. Um, he's just like, a, you know, when you have people in the sport who are just young, full of like uh, excitement, energy, uh, don't take life too seriously, don't take the sport too seriously, but also want to just be very successful, dominate, do everything they can to be good. He's one of those guys. He's not like, man, yeah, over the top about it. He just clearly like loves it, races hard, and, uh, He's got good energy behind him. I love it. Man, great kid. Super nice. I yeah, had a chance to talk to him a few t- at a few races last year, and I really like him. He's a yeah, like I said, a cool kid and unbelievably talented. He's got a really bright future. Man, he's fast, really fast. God, and if he just starts, you know, running across tracks again, and I was, you know, he just, I love that shit, dude. Give me, give me all the emotion that people try to hide. Just give me it all. We don't need to hide any emotion. A- this is sport. We needed the camera guy to follow him is what we needed. Yeah, we do. I totally forgot about that moment, too, until I saw it in the show notes, too. I was like, oh, God, had so to, we had to ask him. We got, we can't not ask him about no. that. It, it's a, it was a highlight of the year last year, I think. It was. Um, he's gonna. We're going to get into elite men here now, and he's going to be one of the elites to watch with his speed, his intensity in, in racing, and being a, a you know, quote-unquote home race. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's going to be he's going to be right there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a huge transition in the elite class for him. I think... He's raced so many times in the U.S. against top guys. Like I, I do think it's going to be tougher because he's been used to racing U23s where he often is able to just get a whole shot. And I think now it's going to be a little tougher to get to that, that easy as he had. But, um, I mean, he's training with two of the fastest guys in the world. Uh, like, he's, he's in his home country right now. Like, things are just being put in front of him where I think it's he's able to be successful. Yeah, I... Yeah, he's gonna fit right in with the elite class. He has yeah. the speed. He he's used to racing those guys. It's not a, it's not a jump for him at all. He's just like kind of slides right into it and, he's, and is one of the guys in the mix. It's crazy. I think those three are gonna be the big like. Watch out for those three. Watch out for Romain, Simon, Rico. Like, yeah. I like Neek to win a World Cup this weekend. I think it's a great pick, dude. I mean, mm-hmm. you saw him in he Phoenix. Was looking- he was looking very fast in Phoenix on a flat hill, pedal manual jumps. If he's pulling there, he's going to be very fast on a long, wide open track. Yeah, with a three jump first straight, where if he if someone gives him lane eight and he chooses lane eight, dude, like guys on the inside, be ready, be warned. Just put him in eight and let him cook. <laughs> let him absolutely stomp on them cranks. And I think his mindset's good. I you know from when we talked to him and just kind of watching him, he seems refreshed and ready. I think. Think he's going to be on a tear this year. Yeah, I, t- I think that it feels like. I mean, we could say this at any World Cup season starting, but like the big time players are. I think they're coming out to play this year. Like Olympics are are here. I think it's like, guys, know. it's kind of now or never. Mm-hmm. So yeah, obviously you add Romain and Joris to the neat conversation too. Dude, yeah, we got. I mean, you want to go and run down the list of Frenchies right now? I haven't run down a list of Frenchies in a while. You got Romain, you got George. I mean, Sylvan's been in the abyss. I haven't seen Sylvan at all, so we got to talk about that. You got Jeremy. Um, who else you want to start talking about? You want pills? Pills. Throw Eddie in there. Throw uh, Mayette in Leo. there. Leo. 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 Like, we missing someone? We missing someone? Probably. Yeah, probably. We're probably missing so you got, let's, let's kind of, you got Romaine, Joris, you got Jeremy, Sylvan, Pills. Then you got Eddie, Leo, Maye. That's probably the main eight, no? And then Rego, if he's healthy. Yeah. Yeah. 
Put him in there, so that's nine. Let's round it off to an even 10. Who are we throwing in for an even 10? Simba? He's a wild card, dude. Sure, let's go Simba. Absolutely wild card. There's 10 Frenchies to watch out for. (laughs) Sullivan's been quiet. Of, of late, I feel like. So I want to ask you, because I haven't reached out to him. I haven't, like, normally if he, like, posts a story, we'll, like, have a little back and forth. But he hasn't posted anything. He's just been with the family. That's all he's been posting. So I haven't, like, been interrupting, being like, yeah, what's happening? I wonder if you had. If you haven't, so I, I don't know what we're in for. Is he in New Zealand now? Like, last I saw was Ava posted a photo, and he wasn't, like, he was there at home. And that was... He just, yeah, eating Haribo and Kevaya. Who knows? Yeah, there's no chance he's doing that. Like, it's not not Sylvan to do that, so... It's just weird that he what hasn't he, posted anything. Like, you haven't seen a dang thing yeah. from him. What did he hurt in Argentina again? I don't know. him right now. Uh, he broke his arm. Which I know, like, that's that can be a big injury. But at the same time, it, it I thought it would be I thought it would be a routine, like, give him six to eight weeks kind of thing off or a little bit longer, and then we'd see him again, right? But I mean, I'm assuming he's, yeah, he's, of course he's there. I'm going to send him a message right now. We'll keep chatting. I'll let you know if he uh, says anything. But he's on quiet mode. He might be on a plane. Pil- my guy Pills is ready. He's ready? I'm thinking he's ready. <laughs> I mean, yeah. what do you think it's going to take for him to get on the Olympic team? What kind of rides is he going to have to put on? And obviously, that's also going to mean the other guys don't put on a better ride. But what's it going to take for him to, to beat out Jeremy, to beat out Sylvan on, to get on that team? So you got to think, Romain and Joris, I mean, he kind of locked, I mean, I think. Well, actually, maybe not, but say they are, more or less, six races to go. So the last, yeah, then you got the next three. You got Jeremy, Pills, and Sylvan. You have to outrace the other two if you're one of those guys. So you're, you're going to need podiums. Like, just making the mains, I don't think, is good enough. You're going to need to be. You're going to need a few podiums and a few mains probably. Yeah. yeah. I don't think, yeah, you're, you're going to need, I think you'll need like three podiums probably to get it to, and a couple mains and maybe he, one not great race. Yeah. Do you think his, his world champs podium plays big enough to really give him that bump? Like if they start, if they start going back and forth, do you think that gives him the bump or do you think they're going to go more like okay, recency bias? It depends. I feel like we've asked them about the criteria, but I can't remember off the top of my head what they told us in the past. I thought we heard through the grapevine or like through Jeremy that it was like it's podiums only, pretty much. It's like you better, your podiums, like we're going to start comparing how many yeah. podiums, what kind You're of podiums. Need, yeah. Yeah. Obviously, the world champs will have a higher weight, but it's like, well, if you shit the bed at the World Cups and don't do anything, then just make one podium. Like, is that enough? I don't know. I don't really I, feel I like guess it it's is. up to their. I don't think so either, but I guess it's up to their federation if they decide. Like, what if you go quarter, semi, quarter, quarter, semi, semi, second at right. the Worlds? Right. It's like, well, you maybe you just caught lightning in a bottle for one day. True. Whereas the guy goes three, three, five, six, semi, two, and then gets eighth at the Worlds with a crash. It's like, you're probably going to pick that guy. <laughs> yeah. You know, as you would. Yeah. But. Yeah, it's going to be tricky. I mean feels like the two have the lock, so it's kind of like all eyes on the other other few, but at the same time, you, know I mean, what? you never know what's going to happen. Let's time out on that for a second. What if Romain just goes out and just doesn't make a main between now and the Worlds? Then what? I don't <sighs> think it's as locked tough. as we think. I think we're saying it's locked because we know what those two are capable of, what they did last year. Yeah. But these races like will count way more towards who they pick than ones that happened six months ago now. Right. Like the ones that happened six months ago or even 
Turkey last year, I feel like has no relevance on what they're picking. So it kind of doesn't matter that the first four races of last year, they swapped back and forth and won or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. I think it matters more now. So what if he goes out and just doesn't make a main? <laughs> the other three guys do. It's like, well, then what do you do? That makes it Boy, really are you in tough. A pickle? Boy, are you in a pickle there. Yeah. If you're France, what are you doing? That sucks if you're in this spot trying to make that pick. Like, you know you have the potential for a guy to not drop a lap at the Olympics, mm-hmm. but he just didn't race well at a couple World Cups. And, like, are you going to be able to just say that and not, like, you're obviously going to have backlash, but are you going to be able to just bank your entire, basically, decision off, like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. He just had a few bad races. It was just, like, three or four months, but he's fine for the Olympics, that one race. There's nobody faster at that track in Paris than Romain. I, does, I don't care who you think is better. There's nobody faster at that track. If they didn't pick Romain because he had bad races this year, it's not going to fucking happen. But say it happened, that'd be the worst non-pick in the history of, of the sport. Stupidest thing they could do. Yeah, thing. 100%. Yeah. So also, I want to. I know this is a little bit of a little side side topic here, but I had a conversation with another rider about the Olympic track and... Um, they're not changing the turns for the track. They're going to change the entire track, but not the turns. So we talked about that was part of our topic. We were talking about that where I think that gives the locals the advantage still. I think knowing how to ride the turns, despite what the jumps are like, knowing the feel of those turns, the limit that you can push on those turns, having that like day in, day, day out training on them makes a big difference. I want to see your thoughts on that. Do you agree? 100% agree. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Like if, it feels like if you're gonna make it a level playing field. You got to blow the turns up too, which they're not gonna do. It's just way more work to do that. Blow yeah. up the asphalt. And yeah. So my question is, are they gonna just be able to ride the track every day leading leading up to the so leading, leading up to the Olympics, or what's the plan? So here's the thing. So there are we gonna put an electric fence around that bitch and not let anyone on it? Which I think we should do. I I would like that better. There's a conversation in the background now because there are open slots to ride the track for months before the Olympics, and it overlaps with the test event that's going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. And there's the a test event's in April, April or something, right? Yep, yeah, I believe so. And there's a process of who will get first choice on picking slots for that for those times or whatever. And it's like they're going to give like non-Europeans first choice, like because they're going to have to fly over for this. But I'm gonna here's where it gets weird to me. One. It's crazy expensive. I think it's 500 euros for like a two-hour session. Okay? That's people one thing. People don't... Yeah, the thing I is know people that, don't care. I know they don't care. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Okay? But then also, I don't think... I don't... See, I don't want to talk... Whatever. I don't think this is private or anything because this is public. Like, all these other people have... this. There's the... Like, the, the time slots that you're going to have to pick from. Well, I saw that. And it's like, France is already... Has their slots. But the actual opening for when these other countries around the world are allowed to ask for their slots for when they want to train and like put their bid in for it, not a bid, but like put their name for it. Doesn't even, it's not even opened yet. So France is already getting the, the first pick on as many slots basically as they bullshit. want. That's bullshit. And there's a limit to how many you can have in a certain week or a month or whatever it is, there's a certain limit. But France clearly just took everything they wanted right off the bat. Yeah, it's bullshit. It's not fair. It's not in the spirit of the Olympics. It's crazy. Are you, you mean to tell me they're not going to ride it other days? How is that possibly enforced? Because I also you gonna have a fucking security guard there. They're gonna ride it every single. They're gonna ride it every single day. They're just gonna hop the. If there's a fence, they'll just hop the fence. Like, of course they're gonna ride it every day. They would. I gotta think that once the IOC comes in, like once it, they like Olympic committees in there starts taking over, like I feel like it's gonna be locked down. I trust it's that it's gonna be locked down. It's not. They're it's gonna not. ride every day. Yeah. They're gonna ride multiple times all the time. Yeah. No question. How could they possibly enforce it? 
How could they possibly enforce that? What are you gonna put a razor wire fence around the around the track? Yeah, I also want to. I would ban, I would put money that, that France isn't paying the five hundred euros for per session kind of thing. No chance. I'm sorry, but like That's I'm pretty question. sure that money's not going question. to the IOC. It's going to the fucking the velodrome or like the track or something. So, I mean, you mean to tell me that France isn't getting a discount? They got first pick and they're not getting it. Like, come on. The host country, I think, always does shady shit. Like, I I would bet money that Liam and Brits rode London beforehand. I would bet money yeah. that Resende and those guys rode Rio. I know, like, the, the, so you, they used to close off the world, the like, world. 10, 12 years ago, they used to close off World Cups tracks like a week or so in advance. I know, like, Papendal, we were all there. No one could ride, and the Dutch team just woke, woke up early and went rode in the morning of, like, the race week. It's It's, like, complete bullshit. And if they ever get caught, everyone just calls it a media day. Oh, it's a media day. It's just, yeah. Like, it's, <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's not, it's never a, le- a level playing field for Here, the host country. Here's the thing. I will say, like, I, as much as it's bullshit, I fucking love that the home country does shady shit and gets the advantage because fuck it. You're in your home country. Take the fucking advantage. But because it's France, 100%. at the same time, though, because it's France, you're like, these motherfuckers are already the best in the world. They got 10 fucking guys that we just named off that could be in a final. Yet they were giving them the upper hand. Like, that just seems, if I was one of the other countries, I'd be pissed. How do you even have a chance? Right? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. No, if it was in Canada and I was racing, fuck yeah, I would. I'd hop the fence every day. I wouldn't care. Well, we, we would talk to everyone we could. Just open this thing up for me. Yeah. Can you guys open it up, put some lights on? Again, make sure nobody else is allowed to do this, though. Knowing Canada, though, the Canada Federation would be like, no, guys, we got we to gotta be fair, guys. We can't go ride it. <laughs> We'd be the one goddamn like, country that's like, guys, you're not allowed we to would. ride. We told them that we're not allowed to ride. Canada would be the one. No, guys, we're not allowed. I'd be like, I don't give a fuck what they said. I'm going on the track. <laughs> this is our home race. We are going to ride the fucking track. Yeah, seriously. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that's, wow, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but back to the guys. Uh, somebody commented in the chat. Uh, it was Alicia English again. Kai White looks good. Yeah, Kai's been down in New Zealand or Australia, I think, for a while. Not something you normally see the GB guys doing. I think he might have been, I don't know if he was on his own or what, but um, he's been quiet. If he's been quiet, I feel like that he's been working. He turned off his, uh, you can't message him on his stories anymore. Oh, shit. It's, fun. it's interesting people do that. I feel like people are going in when they do that, dude. They don't they want any distractions. In. They're like, let me go to work. I don't care what you have to say. I'm doing my thing. Yeah, which I love. I personally, I'm all about <laughs> yeah, it. If yeah. you want to go in like that, go in. Yeah, I think he's on a similar trajectory to Neek. I feel like he's he's going to be back to his form this year. Yeah. Yeah, they both, I don't think, had the, the year that they would have hoped for last year, but they know this year is time to kind of put all the distractions aside at this point, eh? couple Aussies, Isaac, Jack Davis. They're in their Oceana realm. It'll be inter- it'll be fun to watch. Um, it'll be fun to watch Isaac. He, he obviously no, we haven't seen him race in a long time. Um, I'm sure he'll be back to his form. Yep, I think that's going to be a, a huge little. You can't even call him a dark horse, but just because people haven't seen him for six plus months, he missed the last few World Cups or a couple World Cups. It's like I think maybe maybe people forget. I don't know, but. He's been putting in work. Like I, I follow him. I, we, we see the social media stuff. He's, he puts out clips. He's not hiding what he's doing. So I think he's, he's hungry, and he's one of those guys who seems to get mean. Like when he's like in a state of like, I need to get back at this, like I feel like he's going to get back and do it in a way where it's like puts in results. Be like, fuck the world. I'm going to show him. Yeah, 100%, dude. I feel like that's going to happen. 
this track will be good for him too. Like he can make passes. He can he can use his track speed too if he doesn't get out in front. And I think a longer first straight too. Like he was fucking fast on first straights last year before yes. he got hurt. Right. Yeah. He like started super, started to man, step up those first straights. So it was really yeah. impressive. So I can yeah. only imagine it's going to be better this year, even coming off an injury. I got to shout out my guy, Jack Davis, too. Started coaching him a few weeks ago, actually. So I've been seeing him train at the track. And boy, is he pulling. I'm just going to put it out there. He's going fast. He's riding great. Yeah, I look for a good weekend for for my guy, Jack. Let's go. I didn't know that's a fucking right. Dude, they... You know what? No, go ahead. They, they like, Ozzy's got, got a little squad going on again right now. Like, it felt like for a while mm-hmm. when Sam left, Anthony left, just kind of like, okay, who, who's taking the, rain, the, the reins a bit? Like, Isaac stepped in clearly. I think Jack mm-hmm. stepped it up. McLean definitely stepped up in the U.S. I think we're still waiting to see more of that in the World Cup circuit. But, dude, Bodie mm-hmm. T at the same time is a guy who, like, we don't really talk about much because he's hasn't been in the mix as much. But it's like the guy could just be on the podium, too. He, he podiumed in, a, in, a, in uh, what's it called? Argentina. They're turning into a bit of a wagon again, aren't they? I, they Two are. Months. So These things go through cycles. And, yeah, they got four legit dudes. And, you know, they're not at home because they're in New Zealand, but it's kind of similar to us racing in the U.S., them racing in, in New Zealand, you know, yep. similar. Dude, I mean, they got New Zealand and Australia. Like, if that's not, like, mm. second home to home, like, you, you're got, like, that's as good as you're going to get for, for them. Yep, I agree. Young Cameron Wood, the desert, uh, the desert man. The uh, the cowboy, <laughs> the cowboy. He's got his he's got his uh, got his Niners playing in the Super Bowl this weekend. That's, Whole thing. That's kind of tough, hey? World Cup weekend, Super Bowl going on. You know he wants to watch the Super Bowl, but you got to race a World yeah, he Cup. He can though, because it it'll be Monday in uh, New Zealand. Oh shit! Fantastic. Let's put all our emphasis into the World Cup then. <laughs> uh, um. Yeah, haven't we? Yeah, we don't have a big sample size on Cam this year yet. Uh, race his home race was fast. Yeah, kind of glad, not glad. I think uh, doing doing poorly at like a race, a home race, especially one that you want to do well at, probably wanted to get a couple wins. Kind of that kick in the pants where it's like I don't think he needed a kick in the pants, but it's kind of like okay, it's not all sunshine and rainbows yet. Like we need to now go out again, like to to find that to find that win now. So I think it's gonna be exciting. Which some. Yeah, I think it's also the say, same thing for like Larson the other way though. He like got a couple wins. Maybe he finally gets that little bit of confidence that he needs to do it on the World Cup stage now. Well, Mister Woods, sometimes a good kick in the dick can really get you going early in the year. You know, <laughs> it's all it takes sometimes. Uh, yeah, and Larson, yeah, talk about flying this year. He's got what three wins so far this year? Yeah. I think yeah. one in Florida, two. So one, he's got already got a win on Supercross. Got two in Phoenix. Coming in with a lot of momentum. This could be a good breakout race for him. I want to. I want an update on the Olympic ranking points. Like I have, like I'm looking at the Olympic ranking, nation ranking, but the problem is I'm seeing only as of. I'm seeing in the season. I don't think I'm seeing the total. On the total points, I want to see the actual breakdown. You know, we got a message last week. I just thought of this: how someone messaged us about how they're teammates and they crash together because yeah. they're on the U.S. national team. I feel like it's a bit different in the U.S. because everyone has their own sponsor and like races the U.S. series that I feel like you don't really consider just because you're both American that you're on the same team, you know, whereas yeah. I feel like in Holland, in like, like for instance, the Dutch, because you're kind of always in your team training everything. That's like your team. Yeah. I don't think Cam and Cam consider themselves teammates. You know what I mean? Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. They, they, like they know they're going after the Olympic points together, but that's you're you're just doing that individually for your country. Yeah, it's not like yeah. you're racing a USA BMX series and you're thinking that's your teammate. Like it's what, not really. 
When's the last time really they trained thing. together? Yeah, it's you know, it's it, it's a bit different in the U.S. They kind of just everyone does their own thing, and then you just put on the U.S. jersey and go to the race. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't think it's the same. And at the same time, I'm sorry. Even if you were teammates, I don't care. Like the racing's racing. No, who cares? Yeah. Um, I know there's points on the line for like so that sucks being on a Sunday. Like you lose some some UCI points, but you guys are a big enough country that I think World Cups mean more, anyways. Yeah, for sure. Um, are you pulling out the points or is that I'm trying, but I don't know if these are accurate, so I don't want to go off them because I clicked on nation rankings and at the top it says season 2024. So, okay. and then it says most recent. So it's like, I, I don't want to, cause if it, if that's right, then us is in fourth right now. And I thought they were further down the list. I thought GB was ahead of them. We got to give a, oh, speaking of GB Ross, do you think he's going to be a, a ladder or a bloke this, this weekend? Let's go bloke. I want to, I want to yeah. see bloke mode. Yeah, I, you know, he upgraded from a lad to a bloke this past year. Um, <laughs> so I think he's going to be, he's going to be, you know, backing up his bloke status this weekend. He's got something. Ever since the world's, dude, he's got a little bloke, bloke mode to him. I mean, it's just. He's strong as shit, too. Yeah, he is. He's a horse. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he is a horse. Um, we got to give our, our South American boys some love. Freddie, Freddie Villegas, good guy. He races hard, loves the sport. <laughs> <laughs> Did really well in Phoenix, made all three mains. Freddie's run well, really well. Improved his start. He has really aggressive arm circles at the top of the hill before before getting in the gate. So look at that. <laughs> the most that warmed up arms out of anybody in the on the BMX circuit. <laughs> Nobody's arms are more warmed up than Freddie's before he gets in the gate. We're just gonna put that one out there. I don't think we ever. I don't. Think, I don't think we ever discussed that video. Dude, that was it made me burst out laughing when I saw that posted on Coffee Chatter. That was fantastic. I was just watching the feed and just saw that. I was like, this is too good to not post. <laughs> this guy's just warming the shit out of his arms right now. <laughs> Everyone's chilling. He's just fucking doing this number right here. <laughs> Hell yeah, Freddie. Oh, I love that guy. What a yeah, good guy. Oh, uh, how can you how can you not like Freddie in rib form? Yeah. It's absolutely awesome. I haven't seen the video right now. Um uh, yeah, South American I'll boys. I I know. Yeah, Freddie, of course, but dude, one of the the one guys I think always looks amazing coming into the season, and sometimes it fades away is Diego Arboleda, and I think mm -hmm. I think it's the same thing again this year. Like I haven't seen much, but just kind of keeping an eye on people, keeping track. Looks phenomenal. Like looks like he's fast as always is. Curious to see if he can keep the trend going and keep it up there in the main events, or if it's going to fade away again. Watch his gait today, boy, is he just stiff with his body. Like it, it not in a bad way. Like it, it works for him, but it's yeah. just. You don't see, there's just no movement at it's, all. It's like, it's actually impressive how much he just keeps everything <laughs> solid. And it's I like, know. how are you not just like going nowhere? Like you're actually going forward very quickly. <laughs> it's impressive that he can do that. Yeah. Honestly. I don't think there's a lot of people that could stay that still and like still ex execute the pedal strokes like he does. Um, no. And yeah, he's, can, he's capable of winning anywhere. True. Now. Alf dog, we can't leave out our guy Alf dog. <laughs> Pop him off when he needs to. Alfie's coming. What if him. Alf? What if Alfie just wins the Olympics this year? You think he retires? I think so. If he wins the Olympics, I think he's one guy that'd be like, guys, I'm out of here. Like he'll he'll come on the podcast. Disclaimer: Let's get Alfie to win the Olympics, come on the podcast, and retire on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Okay, I like it. That would be unreal. I like it, Alfie. Let's make this happen. He's due for a World Cup or World Champ win. He's just, oh. just do. <laughs> World champs is he ever. At least, <laughs> at least a couple more main events. 
we got a situation here that's five years, six years um, in the making. It's time to make it happen. It's crazy. That, that's just, yeah. I'd love to see it. I would too. Really would. Mm-hmm. Is uh, Can we get a retired Vinny update? Do we know if retired Vinny is racing this weekend? So we'll, we'll need to find one. All I know is he's still snapping gates, cutting mm-hmm. off his riders, you know, sticking it to them down the hill and racing locally. We'll see if he just, dis- well, not even locally, racing internationally, no, but he's, World Cup. He's, he's, he's Mr. International. He's Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> he is Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> right, we'll we, need a retired, we need a retired Vinny update. I don't think he's going to race. He he won't be racing, but um, he'll definitely be snapping gates. Somehow he'll just line up and practice Friday before the race, sneak somebody's jersey on, look like he's just absolutely popping them off. He should make a late run at the O-Show right now. <laughs> make a late run. It's just a one-year run. We just need we need seven good weekends. That's, <laughs> we're not asking for a lot, just seven. It's not that hard. You just need seven good races. You're going to be there already. You're already going to be at every single one. Why don't you just race? You're going to have your bike there. Just do it. Like, it doesn't change a whole lot in your day. No. Instead of holding an iPad, you walk up some stairs and snap a gate. Yeah. Just fist bump Mariana before. Good luck. And then you just go do your thing, too. (laughs) Should we go to the women? What about the two Molinas? Um... Gonzalo. Can we, get a Gonzalo, can we get a Gonzalo update? I saw him flip the gate the other day. <laughs> really? Yeah. He flipped the gate? <laughs> they were in Argentina. Gate didn't drop. It did. It dropped slow, and they all, they all flipped. Fuck yeah. Got to get that new ProGate awesome. Europe. I don't know what to tell you guys. You got to get a new ProGate Europe. Yeah. This is true. This is tough. Um, who uh, are, who, who's yeah, was any, any, anyone else we missed before? Who's going to be the underdog of the weekend in the, in the men's field? Who's going to be the Jack dark Davis. horse? Jack Davis is my dark horse. Let's call it. Let's go. I'm going Ryan Tugas. We didn't talk about Ryan. It's another good pick. Yeah, we'll talk about. Let's talk about. Let's talk about Ryan. Let's talk about Ryan. I've seen some videos. He's looking very fast to the first jump. He looks phenomenal, dude. I don't know he if you saw his fast. story of him just messed around in one of the locals with Mr. Your, with your boy Jack Davis. My mm-hmm. guy was fucking bump jumping. He was pulled out manualing stuff. He's like just doing stuff, which a pulled out manual is nothing new for Ryan. But I'm just saying like a bump jump for him or like a quad. He, there's a quad they were doing. I think there was a, he was trying to do a jump, land manual, bump jump out. And I was like, Ryan doesn't do this stuff unless he's feeling it. He must be feeling it. I'm just going to say there's a lot of muscle mass between our two guys, Jack <laughs> and Ryan. Dude, who a do you think bench more mass. between the two of them? Who's benching more? I think Ryan. Jack's a fucking horse. On the bench, though, too, you think? Like, I know, I've seen the guy clean, like, 170 or something stupid like that. But <laughs> is he, what's he benching? I, I actually, I don't know what he's benching, actually, to be honest. Right, I don't to, know what Ryan's benching either. I know Ryan's really strong, too, in the bench. Ryan could, yeah, he'll just take fucking, I think Ryan <laughs> could probably be getting close to taking three bills for, for a ride. Mm-hmm. So. Three bills. That's a big boy press, dude. He's he tried it once, like casually in the winter time, out of nowhere, like mid off season grind or something. I remember being like, "You're just gonna try this now." I was like, "Yeah, I'll give it a go," and he almost had it. So, you know what? A lot of people joke about being like bench press and stuff in our sport. It's really important to have be strong with your upper body. Like you need to you need to balance your lower body. It's a great. It's a, yeah, yeah. It's true, right? It takes a lot 100%. of your upper body to do that too. It's not just like one boy, little muscle is, group. Boyd is riding or just um, 
gates in general require a lot of upper body strength. If you're not working upper body, you can become really unbalanced and lose lose a lot of power. Right. Yes. People joke about it, but yeah, get in there. Get under that BP. There's a reason why there's a reason why 100 meter sprinters aren't just huge lower bodies and just sticks upper bodies. You know what? I, I get that, but that still always does surprise me. Like that they're not just a little bit smaller. Like they're yoked up top. You you're not able to transfer all your power from your lower body if your upper body can't can't um, be like a good base to drive off of. Basically, crazy. Hey, wow. Simple, simple terms. So think about it. if you're super skinny with your upper body, you're not going to be able to create the limb speed as a sprinter than you would if you were right. strong and explosive in your upper body too, or you, transfer the power through your whole body. You need your upper like body and that ro- that rotation and swing to keep keep it going. Whether it's BMX or track and field, like sprinting or riding a bike is full body. It's like, right. is, your, is your upper body active when you're sprinting a BMX oh. bike? Oh, yeah. Do you need to be strong? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. How are you supposed to transfer? How are you supposed to get all the power to your pedals if you don't have a platform above to drive through? Yeah, okay. and so it's the same thing as a, for a sprinter, right? Mm-hmm. Crazy, exactly. huh? It's nuts. Big beast. You know, sprinters are good, good at, like, they're athletes, dude. They're specimens. Did you, did you see that, that thing about that, that rich guy? He's putting on like an Olympics for basically a steroid Olympics. Oh my God, I was going to bring this up and I'm so glad you brought it up. I forgot to put it in the show notes. The enhanced games. <laughs> we, need to, we need to take five here on the New Zealand fucking preview show and talk about this lunatic. This is just hilarious is what this is. So basically, when did you find out? Because I think I saw yesterday or the day before, on like two maybe two days ago on Instagram. I just came something across like that. it. Yeah, something like that too. How is this not a how has this not been a story? Dude, I it kind of went viral though. Like I I think it was on the news at one point. Like and okay, maybe I not like our like yeah. CTV or uh, whatever it is, like global news or something, but like it was on some big pages on in, in social media to the point where I was like I saw it and I thought it was a joke at first. Like, okay, rich guy's going to get some guys together, put on this like little joke of like all the steroid people and see how fast they can go. But now it seems like it's actually going to be a major thing. No, no, no. This this guy has some big, like, um, huge venture capitalist, like, billionaire backing to do this. And it's basically the enhanced game. So he's going to hold an Olympics, basically, where athletes can – basically, I think his premise is, like, you can use the science of, like, using performance-enhancing drugs and do it in a safe manner. So basically, there's going to be no drug testing. You can take whatever you want, but it's going to be done in, like, a safe manner where, you yeah. know, you can you can utilize all the science and utilize all the sports science or whatever. Which is just fucking hilarious. I got to say, people will be fascinated because I think people don't care how, how far yeah. people throw a, a, a javelin or how fast people run. I think people just want to see records broken. I don't think people yeah. care. So I, it's I like, have very... Do you, do you, okay, just to continue my point for a second yeah. while I'm on yeah, a roll here. Do you want to see 100-meter sprinters run just 10.05 or do you want to see them run 9.45 and break world records? I want to see 9.45 every time, dude. You're, you're sitting there waiting there you for go. That. Yeah. There you go. Dude, so I have very mixed feelings about this whole thing because, so here's my thoughts. This is what a lot of us have been waiting for. We want to see athletes at their prime. We know that athletes are at their prime, but we want to see what they can do, like juiced up. Just give them the juice and let's see what they're, they can, they're capable of, right? But I see two flaws in this. One, it's going to suck because if they're phenomenal, it's going to take away from the real athletes that are doing this clean. Like they're gonna be like, well, okay, now we're watching clean guys. Like it's like watching NHL. It's like watching hockey in the Olympics when the NHL guys weren't fucking there. You're gonna be like, okay, hey, why this am I watching the NHL now, or why am I watching the Olympic hockey game when it's like I know there are better people out there. I could watch the NHL game, and this is way better, hundred percent. Yeah. Yep. So I'm worried about yep. that, but at the same time, I guess it is what it is. I won't worry about that. But also, so we're gonna steroid up these guys 
to go as fast as they can. We're going to just keep saying it's like a 100-meter sprinter, javelin thrower, whatever. Okay. They're going to do everything they can. They're not the best in the world without the drugs. So they're not going to already be... It's not like we're putting the best in the world and then we're going to sauce up the best to go against another one of the best. It's like we're taking guys that clearly have not are not at the best... They're not the best in their sport yet. They're like one below because if they were the best, they'd be fucking in the Olympics clean, but they're not. So they're down here. So now we're going to sauce them up and we're going to be like, okay, let's see how fast you can go. Well, they might only get a smidgen faster than the best in the world that's clean now. You know, it's going to be hilarious in those sports if if the times aren't a whole lot different. Boy, is that going to open some eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know what? To be honest, I don't think, I don't think times will be a whole lot different. Like, in terms of record times or fast times in, in track and field or fucking swimming or these yeah. sports where obviously there's technique, but it's mostly purely physical. You don't have a whole lot of elements. You don't have people cutting you off. You don't have all this stuff. I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of difference. And I think people are going to be like, oh shit. I kind of feel the same. We talk about so like think, how steroids you know make what? a big difference, but yeah. It's, yeah, it's like you need so many other factors. Like you need a Usain Bolt to be the one on the steroids to make it a huge impact because he already has the genetics and the will, the physical capabilities to do that. You can't just put an average guy and say, okay, we're going to train you to be the best with steroids. Like, if you're not genetically there, like, you don't have it. If you're, like, really mentally not in it, like, you need to be so fucking into it, I think, to still be, like, that guy. If you don't have those two things and then you just take steroids, be like, okay, let's see what we can do. I'm going to push myself really hard. You're going to go all in. But it, I just don't think it's going to be the same. I would think if I was them, I would want – to eventually like pull the best athletes so you wouldn't be going for just random people and just saucing them up you'd you'd want to pull the best people and see how far they or see how much they could do so it's like this brings up a good topic it's like why would if you're like why don't you just why doesn't olympics just let people take whatever like and there's been this debate because it's like people do it anyway like there's there's people that are on steroids like there just are in every sport so why wouldn't you just let people do it? And then people wouldn't have to hide it. You could do it in a safer way and probably, I don't know about regulate it, but maybe make it so it's more accessible and there's more knowledge about it. I don't know. Like why, why that's a fair discussion to have. Like why, why are you banning anything at all? Why don't you just let yeah. people do whatever? Yeah, that's a good point, I guess. Right. It's like, I why, mean, what's yeah. the point of banning it? What's, what is the point? But you is, let it the, people is it the take, harm? Is it like the, it's not fair because some people are, with money can start doing steroids, can get more, yeah, more can, drugs than other people with less money? Like, is that, a, money that's thing, gotta be a thing? I mean, when has funding for anything ever been fair? It's not. I know, but it's like at, at the end of the day, like a hundred meter sprinter, you put two guys on the line, although one has more support, more training, like they're tra like if they don't, one has drugs and the other guy doesn't because they can't afford it. One guy's an advantage. But if they just like both aren't on drugs, but they they can train, they can physically, they can just train as equally as they want or they can. Like it's, I mean, then it's fair. And when you think about it too, it's kind of weird that some drugs are just allowed and some aren't already. Yeah. It's like but the that, drugs that are allowed is like, they think obviously World Anti-Doping Agency is, has come to conclusion that it's not that performance enhancing. So you're allowed it. Like taking protein like, powder. Well, like people joke with that, like protein yeah, powder. That's, or, a, that's an enhancer. Or caffeine, creatine, beta alanine, all these things you're allowed to take that people yeah. do. You can even test, you can even take testosterone up to a certain level, whatever. It's like, it's all a bit ambiguous. Like you can take this, but not that. At the end of the day, we're not pulling something that's not already on this planet, right? Like these drugs are not coming from somewhere that's not physically has been in on this <laughs> earth, on this planet. So it's natural. 
What do we? What do you mean? Like, if you can get your hands on it, it's from this earth, right? Mm, you'd think yeah at some point created or i don't know i don't know yeah i don't know not about <laughs> that kind of stuff but there's a there's an argument to be had to, to not yeah. or to just let people take whatever yeah because think about it, if everyone's just taking whatever then still everyone's on the if you know what you can make the argument it's more level if people are just allowed because right now there would be in sport people that are on steroids and people that aren't whereas if you just open it up then anyone can do it it's probably more fair right yeah it's it's gonna be interesting I would love to see, it would be nice to see everybody just like, in, like you just said there with that point, it would be nice to be see everybody either on or off it, just knowing they're on or off it. Whereas like now you don't know if some people are secretly doing stuff that others aren't. So mm-hmm. yeah, you don't know. Right. Um, and yeah, so this, I don't know if this game is really going to prove much to me. Like it, it, I'm struggling with the fact that they're not the best in the world already. They're the ones taking gonna the be, drugs It's going to be a must watch if it, it's going to be a must yeah. watch just. Oh, I'm watching the yeah. shit out of that thing. You best believe I'm watching that. <laughs> oh, hundred percent. It's going to be, it's going to be hilarious to watch. It's going to be so funny enormous. when the hundred meter sprinter doesn't break Usain Bolt's record. So in the video I saw on Instagram, the guy said he's run 9.4, which who knows if he's telling the truth, but he said he's run 9.4, no which is, yeah, which is the, I mean, it's like nine, five, eight or something. is <laughs> the world record. <laughs> oh, it's going to be so sick. What's it called again? But enhanced game. Enhanced. I'm looking up on Instagram. Enhanced games. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. That'd be so sick, though. It's it's hilarious, but who knows? Yeah. Hmm. It's gonna be fun. All right. Uh, yeah. So the elite women. I was gonna, gonna say quick, women. quick dark horse. I'm just gonna throw this out dark horse for elite men. I just saw him come up on the timeline here. Gil Bruna. Oh, good one. Dark yeah, horse good pick. Dark horse pick for the weekend. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. Uh women. Uh, yeah, I, like you said. I like Laza Bear for the podium. <laughs> oh, weird. <laughs> I think this is gonna be a great track for tech first straight. A lot of jumping, long, wide open. She's she's been going really fast. Her first straights have been good too. I think she'd be battling up front and get on the box. As for someone that lives in the US full time now, I mean I still think she's gonna feel a little more comfortable with some of these other people flying in, right? So um, mm-hmm. won't be surprised if you, I see multiple podiums from her. She's flying off the starts too. I got to give her that. Like if she's, if she's looking good off the start, like you put her in the mix, she's going to find a way. Cyan, Cyan Beth, I kind of put them as the top two. Big yeah, surprise. Like obviously we don't have any... They haven't raced this year. Do we even need to see them race this year? Like, do we already know that they're kind of one, two coming into the season? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of feel like they're even a step ahead of like Elise. Like they're, I think Elise, uh, yeah. Joey, I think, I think so they're too. like, I think they're right behind those two. They were way better than everyone last year. Yeah. It was significant, right? I mean, off this, it was very significant. You know. Do you think like, um, do you think our old top, like, do you think Laura, do you think Merrill, Zoe, like, do they do they step it up to maybe give him a couple, give him some heat down the first straight away? Because the the other day, like World Cups, I mean, they were whole shining by over a bike. It felt like. I think Zoe would be most likely. Yeah. Okay. Those three you mentioned, in my yeah. opinion. What do you think? I think so too. I mean, she's got the most potential. I think to step up her first straights to be able to give him that. I think Merrill's very consistent. I think Laura. I think Laura will step it up from last season, but I think for her it'll also be tough to even try to be keeping up with Saya and Beth straight speed i really like zoe like i just get a good good energy from her i like her um like her style i like her mentality with racing i think she's awesome 
it feels like we like you've kind of said for a while too it's like she just needs that engine under her like she's got the package there mm-hmm. she's, she's so good yeah phenomenal bike rider phenomenal very you know what she's very european in how she rides i feel like in a good way <laughs> yeah in, in a great way yeah it's not a bad thing at all like yeah. I, there's some different styles obviously between north america and europe and i feel like she's just a very like european born and raised and like groomed rider right yeah i mean she rides really smooth really well she's very active on the bike she's never super still and like she just flows too at the same time like her good everywhere yeah yeah she really is so um what about a what about uh mariana being back coming off an injury again unfortunately kind of like i I feel like i can never tell when she's injured but this time around you could get the gist of her social media that she was off the bike for a while so she's going to be first race back in a while we'll always be a huge mariana fan oh and always always believe in in her ability to do well doesn't matter where when it feels like if she lines up on the gate she's got a shot to be successful i think she's in both mains and in the mix love it okay Fantastic. Going big. Go big or go home, baby. Come on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was going to say team retired Vinny, but it's like, you know, team, yeah, no, team Mariana. <laughs> uh, Molly saw her Instagram post. I mean, there's a half lap. It looks great. Obviously very hungry. Has a year of elite racing under her belt. Go Canada. What do we think? I thought she looked different in her video of her. Like, I haven't seen her ride in a while. Like, I, like she hasn't posted Grands. much. Haven't really paid attention. Yeah, probably since the Grands. I thought she looked different on the bike. She looked like she was trying to be more aggressive on the jumps. It wasn't her. I think her her weakness has definitely been her track speed in the past. Like her first rates have been phenomenal. But it kind of felt like we saw at races like where Mariana was able to pass her around the track. And it kind of just felt like it was, that was the weak part. Somebody was going to pass her. But I thought she looked a lot different in that half lap that she did. Like she was aggressive, trying to go faster. And it wasn't just like being smooth. It was like, I'm looking for speed out there. She's gotten better on her bike and improved her track speed um, and jumping ability the last few years. Like if you watch the progression from 2022, 2023, 2024 now, like she keeps evolving as a racer. I think a big difference between her whole shotting and um, some of those women we just talked about on a, on a three jump first straight is she hasn't in the past been as efficient on the first two jumps. So she might lose a wheel on the first jump, lose a wheel on the second jump, but then you're half a bike behind and not whole shotting. So as she keeps improving, I think she'll narrow that gap. Will it be like that this weekend? I, I, we'll see. But I know how determined she is and how, how um, uh, like oriented or attention to detail oriented she is. So I think she's going to keep getting better and keep keep uh, bridging that gap between her and you know Laura and the the top women who are excellent jumpers. So I think um, it's only a matter of time before she's full shotting some races there. What uh, what kind of Felicia do you think we're getting this weekend? It's a good question, huh? It's just good question. It's just hit or miss sometimes with her. She was not in in Phoenix, so I'm I'm thinking she's well prepped for the weekends here coming up. So, I guess we saw a race in Florida. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah, it was good. I mean, a smaller group then, but she had at least there. I mean, had Peyton there. Had like yeah, good fast group of girls, five of them, right? So she raced well there. I think only think she's going to be in the mix i think it's she's at the point where it's like she's back maybe not to like i don't know if it's world championship whole shotting felicia but she's back to like she can be in the mix depending if she has a good day or bad day it's not just like it felt for a while there she just wasn't getting in a in a good streak of any like fantastic results for for her standards 
And now I feel like it's going to be back to like, okay, if she just puts a good day together, she'll like get that result. I wonder how her prep's been the last couple months. Because she told she talked to us before about how her prep previously hadn't been great in the off season. Right. Which it feels like this year, I don't think there was as many bumps along the way. I, I, not that I've heard or seen. Seems like that. Yeah. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna see a good Felicia. She's gonna be back this weekend, ready to roll. That's that's what I think too. Yeah. Any dark horses you you can think of that are gonna stand out and kind of be like, holy shit! Don't think about her going that dark fast. Dark horses. Dark horses. Who would I think is a dark horse to win that? I can give you some options. Do you think like a think like a Maylene? What's her name? Right, Maylene. Not Melanie, it's yeah. Maylene. I don't know if you consider that a dark horse. I mean, she had was very high, like, was praised coming into the class, had that trajectory of doing really well, had a few injuries, and just hasn't been able to get as many results. But So I don't really think that's what a huge Menno? dark horse. What about Menon Veenstra? Ooh. I mean, she's the classic dark horse pick. And, I mean, she spent a lot of time in New Zealand the past few years, so... Yep. I think this could be her Ooh, time to that shine. Could, that's, that's, I think that's Team Chatter's dark horse pick in Elite Women. Elite Boom. Women, women to watch, Menon Veenstra, two mains this weekend. Count it. Stamp, Stamp it. it. Let's go. I was saying, but Camille Mayer, we, we're going to get some, we're going we're gonna to get back in the mix, you think? Or she we're going to need to get back to those, those, those main events, top six, six ways. I mean, we need it for the Olympics, yeah. then, I think. This, um, this past season wasn't as, as good or as consistent as she was the previous year. No. She, like, I don't think she made many mains this past year compared to the previous year. And she was a staple there for a while too. It just felt like she was just yeah. a main maker constantly. So like 21, 22. Yeah. Range. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we'll be back to um, a more like competitive, more in the mix. Thing. Speaking of which, can we get an Axel update? No. <laughs> Let me look. Is Axel, what's the, what's the latest with Axel? <laughs> I don't we gonna show up and win? Or are we are we in are we in Paris right now? Are we injured riding in Paris right now, or are we in New Zealand ready to just get on the box? She is in Rotorua. Fuck yeah! Yeah, she's on the counter. She's in the she's in the final. She's gonna get second on Saturday. <laughs> no, seriously, she's gonna get second on Saturday, battling for the win. Count it, stamp it. It's happening. It's happening. Yeah, it's happening. What if she goes and wins the Olympics? Couldn't you see it? No. I, I totally can. I, I can, can see her it. getting a podium, but I can totally see no, her no, no, whole no. shot and getting no, no, passed no, no, down no. the last straight, dude. I can see. Okay, <laughs> that would be still be dude, that would still be a win, honestly. I mean, yeah, but I'm, you're saying like she, I can't see her winning. I can see like her doing super well until that. Like, yeah, it's not happening. I could see her winning it. I could see her just getting that track wired and then just winning it. She's so like it's crazy. Like we talked about before, she's so dominant. Like when she comes back from these injuries, and we're like. You're like, you're not even thinking about her. And then she comes to the world championships. You haven't seen her for a year. And she's just in the final competing for a podium. It's like, what the hell? Like, where did you come from? It's crazy how well she mm -hmm. does that. She catches lightning in a bottle. Watch out. That's all it takes. Oh, I know. Who was I thinking of? Um, junior world champion. Leah? No, Wait, in the men's. In the men's, sorry. Argentina. Oh, uh Thomas Maturana. Yeah, is he gonna? Is he still racing U twenty three? Then do you think this year, or is he gonna step up into elite just because it's Olympic year? What do you What are your thoughts? It's a good question. I I don't know. Do we have any kind of confirmation on either way? Maturano. He raced. I know he raced pro at the Grands, like on the second on the Grands day. Right. I do. I would that think too. he's racing. 
I would think he's racing pro. I think he should race pro. Just knowing his speed and knowing it's Olympic year? Yeah, fuck it. Just race pro. Oh, wait. He's, is he, he's second year junior. He's young. Dude, he's so young. So that's the oh, thing. Oh, yeah. He's fucking young. He's like 17. Yeah. So is, is it really worth it? Probably not. Yeah, that's a good question. It's kind of tough. Good. Yeah. Well, if he wants to go to the Olympics, he's going to have to race elite. Right. Maybe he's, maybe he knows he's it's got a tough a, long dude, shot. He's got year. a legit shot. At, he's got a legit shot at going this year. Does he though? Like, does Argentina have the like their? Yeah, he does. If they get one spot, he does. Dude, fuck it yeah, sucks he does. That Torres is out for them though because that's a huge point getter for them. Like, it's going to be extra tough for them to get that one spot now. Mm-hmm. But he's, I mean, he's. It's going to happen quick in these next few races. But he's got a. He is so talented and fast. He's got a legit shot at it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, he's probably the type of guy that if he does, he'll probably get better each race weekend. I think so too. I think like he just needs to get in the mix. If he once he gets in the mix with the elite guys, he's got the confidence, he's got the ability to ride his bike so well that man, I think he would mix it up really well with them. Yeah. Anyone else we forgot? We good? We, we definitely good? forgot people and I, we apologize, but like we've had a lot of things going on in this show, so <laughs> Oh, enhanced games. That's going to be something. <laughs> yeah, I'm just responding to a couple people in the chat. You know, great chat tonight. Thank you guys for tuning in. That was great. ProGate Europe winning starts the great gate. Rico Bierman, great start on our ProGate Europe. Uh, won many U23 World Cups. And um, yeah, look for him to be a great starter this weekend. ProGate Europe. Can't wait to watch it. ProGate Europe World Cup week season opener. Rotorua. We got Olympic points on the line. We're back, baby. I can't wait. Can't wait. Uh, snap on green. Thanks for listening, guys. Snap on green. Well, what's this friggin' podcast all about? I don't get it, man. Coffee chatter? Get off my back, guys. <laughs> you have to be fussing the truck. I hate that guy. <laughs>